Blog Talk Radio. My name is Raina Starr. I am your host. Okay. <laughs> Desperate Housewitches is not a G, PG, or even an R-rated show, so if bad language, bodily function, dirty talk of any kind might offend you, this may not be the show for you, but fuck it. You know who I am. Anyway, Desperate Housewitches is brought to you by the one, the only, the incredibly wicked one herself, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. Please check out www.wickedwitchstudios.com for all of your witching needs. Holy shit. I have been trying to get this guest on the air for like a year, but and she finally said yes. <laughs> Everybody, this is one of my favorite people in the world, uh, tarot creator, author, uh, teacher, uh, YouTube channel, the amazing Ethany. Hey, Ethany. Hi. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I am so excited to have you on because I'm a huge fan. I watch your videos. I love you. I think you're amazing. I think you're, the way you, you teach is incredible. And, you know, you're very, like, real about everything. You know, it's it's almost like listening to a younger version of myself sometimes because I, I just think you're hilarious. <laughs> And it's just, I mean, you, but it's not just tarot for you. You're also into astrology, and you're into yeah, other everything. forms of divination, correct? Oh, absolutely. So um, I, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, I would have been on here a lot sooner if my, my schedule wasn't absolutely crazy. Um, yes, yeah, so I uh-huh. found the tarot through finding witchcraft. Um, and I found yes. modern witchcraft at the age of 15. And um, yep. once, you know, when you start reading about it, they recommend that you use a divination tool to help grow your intuition and to, like, try different things. And so I picked up my first tarot deck at 15, and the rest is history. But I have Leno Mark, cartomancy, throwing stones. I've got um, runes, pendulums, I mean, crystal balls, scrying mirrors, um, you name it. I probably got it. Probably, maybe not like animal entrails because ill, but um, everything ew. else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ill. Um, and the cleanup, the cleanup is horrendous, and I, I do not like cleaning. So, uh, pass. Um, but everything else, pretty much, uh, yeah, I've I've had a hand in, yeah. Well, it's amazing. And again, you have this amazing YouTube channel that I encourage everyone to subscribe to for your daily dose of reality, uh, sometimes also known as the smack in the head that you've been requiring all week, but didn't know where you could get it as a witch, as a, a tarot reader, as a person who practices, who practices one of the 
alternative uh, spiritualities, because uh, I'm still not sure what category we as witches fucking fit into, and it's annoying as shit. Isn't um, that the point? So how did you come Isn't to the point? Yeah, well, we don't know what category you yeah. fit into. We're all a bunch of fucking rebels. We can't, like, you can't. That's the reason why we, most of us no. come to an alternative craft anyway. We're like, fuck them in. Like, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude, I'm 60 and I'm still saying fuck the man. Are you kidding? That's never going to change. <laughs> it's hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you're going to find out as you get older, like older, older, um, you become more of a rebel because you just have less reasons to give a fuck. If your child is oh. like near adulthood, it's amazing. You become even more entrenched um, as one of these people who, I mean, I dragged my kids to protests when they were little, whether they mm. wanted to go or not. And fortunately, that spirit of, of, um, of protest lives very deeply within both of them. I was very happy to see uh, when things go down, even in our area, I'm in North Carolina, um, in, I'm in sorry the United you. States. <laughs> No, actually, here's the th- here's the interesting thing about living in the South. There are huge pockets of intense magic in these regions, mm. and oh, if no, you're lucky, and yeah, and if you're lucky enough to find a super ultra liberal neighborhood, which I live in, you're golden. Oh, that's good. It's just the rest of mm. town you don't you don't want to fuck with because those people are mm. crazy and they all carry gun mm. racks. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little nuts. So yeah, we're located. It can be. I am, I am from Perth, Western Australia, uh, but I now live yeah. in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. So, um, yeah, nice. which is crazy right now because we had the, those terrible floods and now we're cut off from yeah. the rest of Canada. So people are acting like it's COVID panic shopping 3.0 and just being absolutely ridiculous. So... It's been an interesting week. Wow. So this just happened recently. I apologize for not knowing mm-hmm. about that sooner. Oh, so that's okay. We're, thankfully, we're your... okay. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Um, so where you are, you are cut off where you are from the rest of Canada? Canada. Mm-hmm. Wow. The Kokohala Highway, wow. which gets us to the East Coast and where a lot of things come from. Um, disappeared yeah. under floodwaters and landslides. So, yeah, but uh, thankfully everyone, um, like my family, they had it better here and we're okay. Yeah. And, yeah, so, yeah, it's just... <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I mean, so now I moved from a very... So Perth, Western Australia, when I was growing up and when I found the craft and uh, found the pagan community... Um, it was very rich, very vibrant. Um, there, it's very well organized. And yeah, and then <laughs> I moved here thinking, oh my gosh, you know, everything's going to be great here. There's going to be no, like, it's another like liberal sort of place. And I really struggled, um, really struggled because I didn't find as many um like yeah. open out there witchcraft people you know which rocks kind of like kind of died a bit and it was hard to find people yeah. and I had to start all over again and um but there are there is a lot of of people here it's just more um 
pocketed, I guess, than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, there's still a lot of places where, you know, even though it may be safe, a lot of people don't talk about it, and some people are just, they're Mm -hmm. not concerned either way. I find spiritually only the people that make a lot of noise are the ones who are really afraid. And everyone Mm. else, for the most part, is just trying to get through the day and get their bills paid um, like the rest. (laughs) Because I'm like, yeah, I'm a witch, Um, but I still have bills and shit. I got things to take Mm. care of. I don't want to jump on the gatekeeping train. I don't want to hear about who's a real witch and who's not a real witch, which is a really big fucking thing here right now. I know. It's like, who gets to make that decision? (laughs) You know, just because you're of a certain age doesn't mean you have the lock on anything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I love the fact that you're like, no, we're not supposed to, whose business is that? Do you? I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like gatekeeping is just this, Okay, so I have a theory. So, well, I have many theories, but one theory is that because we don't have any pope or priests that are like other organized religions, thank God, because that's one of the reasons why we, you know, we do what we do. But because we don't have that, um, maybe a lot of people believe it's, it's okay to enforce their own sense of hierarchy or their own sense of, what is, you know, true than what is not. And, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. And and people are very quick, can be very quick to pass judgment. And then the other thing is that, you know, witchcraft goes through this cycle, and I'm sure that you've seen this yourself because um, I'm just assuming, I'm taking an educated guess that you've been in the craft for, you know, a good long while, um, that, you know, it, it becomes popular again. So, you know, remember when Harry Potter came out, it became popular. Remember when Charmed and the Craft came out, it was hugely, sure. you know, this spike in, in interest of, of the craft. And as soon as that happens and it hits some sense of social media, um, that's when people start gatekeeping because how dare you make witch talk and how dare you... Um, be so young and have 60 million followers on in TikTok because you do that or whatever it may be. You must not be a real witch. And I've seen this in so many industries. You know, I've worked in the oil and gas and mining industry and that was heavily gatekeep kept by men. I've, I'm a gamer and that's, that's also like, oh, you're not a real gamer because you're a girl. Like, and it's just, it's just uh-huh. rude ego and lack of faith in themselves and, you know, trying to pose and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm like, all right, well, that's... Go pat yourself on the back for being, like... The, you know, thanks for gatekeeping. No one fucking asked you, but... um, Cool. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. And it's, you know, but it becomes a problem because I think a lot of people, because I'm of a certain age, I've been in the craft for over 45 years, um which is actually longer than a lot of folks have been fucking alive at this point. Um, But the fact of the matter is, if we had to do everything in public, and I say this very often, because we were pre-internet witches, and maybe that's the problem. We didn't have the benefit of all of the information being so readily available. We didn't have the ability to reach out to teachers so quickly, and so many of them, we were very lucky if we found 
one. So it's it's kind of an interesting thing when you have all this information now available and because certain people didn't do things a certain way, certain, you know, I lived with my mentor. Uh, most people, period, didn't get that benefit. Um, mm. So I learned from a very old-fashioned standpoint. And I, I consider myself lucky that I was able to do that. And I'm sad that everyone doesn't get to do that because I think it was a real benefit. Mm. Um, but the point is is that just because folks are learning it differently doesn't mean they're learning it incorrectly. How you learn what you learn is how you learn it. The things that are good, that are worthwhile keeping, you will keep. Like any person who goes from adolescence into adulthood, there is a, there's a saying of when I was a child, I did childish things, I played with childish things, blah, 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 whatever. I'm an adult now, so you basically do adult things. So the things that are seemingly childish are not really any different from the shit I did when I was a young witch. It just not everyone's watching me do it because there was no internet. So I mm. keep trying to caution older folks um, who didn't grow up with the internet that that's not anybody's fault that we didn't have it. Mm. So stop being such assholes to people who are coming up now. Mm. I remember when, <laughs> yeah, I remember when I started out and there was this really cool bookstore in um, in Perth, uh, in Fremantle, which is kind of, it was this like really cool hippie um, area and now it's kind of turned into a bit more snobby and all that kind of stuff, which really sucks because it's kind of like where right. I grew up. But um, And there was this store called the Witcher Circle and there was another one in downtown and everything was plastic wrapped like all of the books were plastic wrapped you couldn't even look inside oh, them gosh. there was no Amazon here there was no like right. we didn't get Amazon in Australia for for so long and then yeah it's just like super funny that that we basically are I don't know, punishing people for having more access than, than we had in a way or not being comfortable with the fact that they're getting so much access. And shouldn't it be our jobs as someone who has been in the craft for a while to be the ones who are out there going, that's, you know, awesome. How can I support you? Like, how can I help you find safe things? Because we all know there are a bunch of dickheads out there and people will exploit people yes. for all sorts of reasons. So shouldn't we be that space? Yeah. Shouldn't we be helping with that, let, less going, oh, well, fuck you, you know, you, you'll figure it out or you won't. Um, yeah, I just, right. I've never, I've never, ever understood that. It's like when people um, say the same thing to their kids. They're like, well, you know, in my day, I had to walk 35 miles for blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, and aren't you glad that your child doesn't have to do that? Like, isn't that the point? Yes. <laughs> Yes, 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 exactly, <laughs> I yes. I don't get it. The it's whole just... point was to make we, you know, in my day, in the dark ages, we were secretive because we were scared of how people would react. Literally scared. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm from New York, where things mm. were always more liberal, but still. In the 70s, maybe still not so much when it came to witchcraft. You know, even though I had members of my family who were practicing witchcraft, 
But okay, that's fine. Everything was a family secret. More on that later. Um, but the fact is, is that I was, I, I wish I'd had the benefit of having all of these different amazing writers available. I mean, you're a writer. You're a tarot card designer. Gorgeous, mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Please check Ethany. It's, it's Ethany.com, is it not? Yes, yes, yes. Ethany.com. Yes. Go yes. to Ethany. Yes, go to Ethany.com and check out all of the amazing products. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You will love everything this woman does. I think she's incredible. And, you know, but going back to what I'm saying, there was no such thing as this kind of access. And all we ever wanted was Mm -hmm. to be, we talked about being accepted. We talked about finding like-minded people and how difficult Mm -hmm. that was. And now Mm -hmm. it's so much easier. And, you know, why would you be mad that finally it has been achieved that people are interconnecting and members of our community are finding each other and being friends with each other and helping each other grow and teaching each other. I mean, isn't that what community Mm -hmm. is supposed to be? I'm starting to fucking hate the word Mm -hmm. community because apparently (laughs) nobody knows what the fuck it means. Right. Right? Yeah. (laughs) And that's the reason why, you know, to be honest, what I do to sort of uh, negate, well, what I try to do to battle that, I guess, is better than the word negate. Uh, it's early in the morning for me on a Sunday, so please forgive me. Um, but what I do in in that aspect is I just, like, keep on keeping on. So I run an online coven, um, and I did that because I had a uh, – well, it was eclectic, but it was a more traditional face-to-face coven with um, – right sisters that I love dearly and I've known for more of my life than I haven't known them and when I moved here I had nobody so I started the online company because I was alone and I don't do well alone that's not my personality type and so I'm a Gemini I'm Uh like where are the people um so (laughs) I started it and I just (laughs) and so I just keep being accepting and hold space for people who are trying to find community and I don't suffer fucking bullshit and I don't let people drag other people down and if I find that someone has like maybe heard some misinformation or something like that I just say hey like you know it's always up to you what you believe is Mm -hmm. is true like always sit with this in your intuition but you know here are some red flags you may want to look out for and I always open I'm always open to people also questioning me and asking me questions and being really upfront because I don't feel like I should be the person who says what's right and what's wrong and who can and who can't. And that's why as long as you're not harming anyone, I have two rules. Don't be a cunt and don't harm anybody, including yourself. Those are my rules. And if you're not either of those things, you can have a cunt, but please don't be one. Um, Then you're welcome. (laughs) I don't care where you're from, your religious background, who you who you love, right. you know, what gods you pray to, even if you don't pray to any gods and you just view it all as archetypes. I don't care. Just don't be a cunt. Yeah. Just don't be a cunt. It's my favorite. Yeah. Don't be a, you can be anything you want, but being a cunt may not be your first fucking choice. I mean, no, it's there's not so even many other ways be. I will to be. Yeah. You, you, you don't nope. allow cunts in your personal space. I don't blame you. Mm. I don't have time for it, to be honest. I got more shit. 
I've got too much shit to do. <laughs> you really do. I have no You're time probably back. one of the... Yeah. You, you're like one of the busiest witches I have ever seen between the online stuff that you do, which is phenomenal because you're very consistent, and I love that about you. I know that if I wait a minute, there's going to be a video pretty soon. You know, there was just one the other day. I know another one is coming, and it's it's good to offer that kind of consistency I'm seeing in a lot of situations where folks have great beginnings, but they don't have a whole lot of follow through. Um, and it concerns me because it gives, it gives the idea that um, everything is just a little bit too free flowing and that it's not structured. And as a Gemini, you seem like a very structured Gemini. Now I've known different Geminis and I've known some that were completely structured and ones that were completely not. And you seem to fall nicely in the middle. (laughs) Did I lose you? Bethany? Oh goodness. I don't seem to have – I don't know where my guest is. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm I so sorry. I'm so sorry. I pressed mute by okay? accident. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, I couldn't find my headphones this morning, so I'm actually holding it up, and I, I my, my cheek pressed it. So I was saying that um, it's my Virgo rising, because if I didn't have a Virgo rising, my Gemini sun and my Pisces uh-huh. moon would make it impossible for me to do anything. Interesting. That is very interesting Mm. because you do incorporate a lot of astrology in what you do. do. And I find Mm -hmm. folks don't don't necessarily do a lot of incorporating. It seems that people like to lean on one particular thing and that's what they pretty much go with. So it's nice that you are varied in the things that you do and the things that you go to for guidance. And I think it's fantastic. And I think there's not enough of it because, you know, I read tarot for a really long time and, but I stopped a really long time ago because there was a point in my life where I had a client who wouldn't wipe her ass unless I told her it was okay. And I'm Mm, like, yeah, danger. This isn't, yeah. Don't you get clients like that? Like, what do you do when you, when you deal with somebody who's like, Okay, good morning. I, I, it's only been six hours since I spoke to you last, and I don't know what to do with myself today. Can you help me? Oh, I cut them off. I just cut them off. Yeah, I've done, it. It. I've done it a few times. Yeah. I refund their money, and that's why the very one of the yeah. very first questions I ask people who come for a reading with me is, when was the last time you had a tarot reading? And if they say yeah. within... Oh, my God, if they say, like, the last 24 hours, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to refund your money. And uh, Unless it was a bad experience, unless it was one of those ones where it's like, you're going to die and you're cursed and everything is shit. Like, if it was one of those readings, yeah. I will absolutely read for them and be like, okay, well, that's not how I read. Let's see if we can kind of, like, unscare you, you know. And um, But right. if it's someone who needs the tarot to make every decision for them, I refund their money and say, honey, go get some therapy. Because you you absolutely you don't need a tarot reader, you need a therapist. It's so true. It really is. And you know, I I had a friend who I was somewhat close with, who you know just insisted all the time. I mean, she was a paying client, but we became friends, which is probably mm-hmm. a mistake 
Number two, no, don't I've necessarily got lots of, become... No, 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 I've got lots of mistakes. I've got lots of friends who were oh. uh, t- students, clients, yeah. I don't think that's a mistake. Wow. <laughs> students I can see, I, but if you have, I mean, well, this person was a little bit obsessive, so that's not really somebody you mm. want in your life anyway. So from mm. my negative experience, yeah, I, I you know, I, I have become friendly with 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 previous clients but for the most part i just find that folks have this expectation that because you are there with them it's kind of like reading on tap just add water you know what i mean and i don't i Uh didn't want to be that kind of accessible it's a hard thing it was a hard thing for me to switch out of yeah it wasn't for me (laughs) I, I basically, um, and I'm not saying that this is because I'm any better than anybody else. I was just like so tired and I still yeah. have people, friends and family, like obviously message me and say, hey, can you pull some cards? And sometimes I'm sure, uh, absolutely, I can do that yeah. for you. And other times I'm like, yeah, no, like I can, I can refer you to one of my, my friends and colleagues who's absolutely amazing but um, I'm yeah. not working right now. It's my weekend or it's my evening. Um, or go buy one of my decks and figure yeah. it out on your own. And a lot of people have there them. You go. Right? Like a lot of people I've given them to. I'm like, just go figure it out yourself. Wow. No, it's not because oh it's not because I want to be an asshole. It's because I need boundaries because I run so much. Yeah. I have my son. Um, you know, I'm a single m- mom. All this sort of stuff. I don't have time yeah. for people to be just like you know, give me a reading on tap because I don't have endless water. I don't have endless energy. So right. I had to learn that a really long time ago. And I think working in HR, my professional job, uh, my muggle job was working in HR. Um, and I think yeah. that wow. uh, helped, the corporate world helped me get really pr- strong boundaries in place of like, nope. Yeah. Wow. HR, though, is that's that's OK. So HR is a very intense job. I've done HR mm-hmm. and, it, mm-hmm. you know, you often, depending on what it is, you have other people's emotions leaking all over you. Uh, mm-hmm. How does that oh boy? So, yeah, you do need really strong boundaries. That makes a lot of sense. I wasn't reading that when yeah. I was when I was over HR. I had already. Stopped. Oh, see, I was. But, yeah. <laughs> I was like reading in boardrooms. I was like doing all sorts of stuff, and it was just, I I love to, um, you know, being that Gemini, I am a bit of a nosy bastard. So I do really like to like help people and and listen and all that kind of stuff. So for me, it wasn't, um, you know, a problem. It was intense, but again, I mean, I that was really scattered. I apologize. I was. Born empathic, I'm very, very empathic. Gemini Sun, Pisces Moon, yeah. Cancer Venus, oh. Virgo Rising. Nice. I came from a um, family of in- sensitive, intuitive uh, spirit seers from both sides of the family, my mother and father's side of the family, um, and mm-hmm. could sense and see and was very afraid of spirit from a very young age because I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, who are you? Why are you in my bedroom? Get out, you know, kind of thing. And then um, thankfully my mum and dad took me to meditation classes instead of 
taking me somewhere awful or, or doing something awful to me and saying, because neither of them are very religious. Um, uh-huh. So I think that really helped. You know, I picked I picked some good <laughs> good parents, but um, so I had to learn very quickly how to shield myself, how to um, separate myself from the energies in in the room, tell things to go away, um, put boundaries up. So I was I was very lucky, and I've I've said this on other podcasts and things like that. I mean, I was born um, with my insides on the outside, so. I had a very, I was born in the um, 80s and back then they didn't yeah. do scans on women to make sure their kids were <laughs> were going to come out okay. And so wow. um, I was a surprise when I came out with my outsides on the inside and so I didn't have a very good chance of, you know, survival and luckily I did and I think from that point I was like, well, I've got shit to do so I better not fuck around with this life because I'm very lucky to be here. So I wasn't, didn't get in trouble at school, didn't, was always like a lot older energetic wise yes. and, and maturity wise than a lot of people yes. and was just trying to get to work basically. I mean, and I, that's one of the things I love you is because as interesting as you are, as funny as you are, um, as wise as you are, you don't come across with a baseball bat to the head. And I have to tell you how much I appreciate that because there are some people who come at things from a very professorial standpoint and there are some people Mm. who are just so real and who they are in their skin, whether or not they are on a podcast or doing a video or whatever it is. It's kind of amazing you seem authentically and 100% you no matter what application I've ever seen you in. And that's very refreshing, yeah, I have to say. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's wonderful. The way you present is wonderful, interesting, and funny, and accessible. And that's really meaningful. And I will tell you, it's not just meaningful for younger people. It's meaningful for somebody like me who does – probably seven hours or to eight hours a week of prep for my show, not to mention a 50-hour-a-week day job, not to mention running a household with a husband and Mm -hmm. guests and all of that. So sometimes, and it's not like it's dumbed down. It's not dumbed down information. It is clear and concise, presented in, with a smile, which is lovely. Um, so I, I have to thank you for doing things the way you do them and for just being yourself because sometimes you just want to see a pleasant face and hear a pleasant voice and get the information from a a real setting. You know, when <laughs> the first time I ever heard you say fuck – I was like, yes, one of mine. I love this. This is great. It, it was just, you I know, you don't have any airs. It was, it, you know, and I, I love that about you. I love the fact that you are genuinely you no matter what's going on. Um, I, I saw your Llewellyn Con talk a year ago. And, oh, yeah. ever, I mean, and I've been a fan since that moment. I have been a huge fan. So I've been following you for oh, a little bit you. now, and I just think you're terrific. And I just want to encourage everybody 
that Ethany is as real as it gets and the information is as real as it gets. And I love the fact that, you know, you even question yourself sometimes. And I think that is so. Oh, totally. Are. Well, yeah, I mean, like in like you'll say something and then you'll be like, well, maybe I shouldn't have said it quite that way. And I love that you do that. <laughs> I think it's awesome. You know, I mean, like, I, I honestly yeah. just think that we're all trying to figure stuff out, you know, and no one's perfect. We all have different entry points. And I certainly yeah. have not figured fucking a lot out, like everything out for sure. Like, I don't there's, there's definitely times where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it's going to fly, <laughs> fly by the seat of my Wonder Woman underoos and hope for the best, you know. So, like, I mean, if you can keep that, um, I think if you can keep that in your mind that like everyone is just trying to figure their shit out. Not everyone has the tools to be able to support the trauma or the lessons they're learning all the time and kind of just be really mindful of where you're at and, and sit in a place of trying not to judge. Like I know that's really hard. That's a deep, deep shadow work, right? Judgment. But uh, yeah, I just think we're all in this together. Nobody gets out alive can't take things too seriously including yourself and uh we should just be trying to be fucking nice people and uh help each other it's really not that hard i agree see i don't mind that people judge but i think in polite society you need to keep that shit to yourself because the rest of us don't want to hear it you can't get into somebody's Mm. head and i think that's I think that's part of the problem. We think we're going to get into each other's heads and fix what we see as the problem. For example, mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling and the whole turf thing that became, you know, quite the big deal. I don't think anyone's going to change her mindset. Mm-mm. And I don't think it's okay. my business to change her yeah, I mean, people are going to think what they think. However, if you are stupid enough to put that out on display in the public arena, yes, you can say whatever you want, but be prepared because there are consequences for everything you do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's going if to be you're fine flash. with the consequence, yeah, I mean, if you're fine with the consequence, go ahead. Take a whack at it. See, see if your career or your um, your appreciation lasts beyond the next forty eight hours. But you know, in polite society, and I I remember polite society when people minded their own business um, and didn't necessarily feel like they had to spill every thought out of their head out there in the public arena. So. Yeah, I think, you know, a little self-governance might be in order. I don't know. Maybe it's just mm. me, you know, because mm. when, when you listen to this show, you know what you're going to get. You know you're going to get an old woman who's fucking sitting here, sick of people's bullshit, who curses, you know, swears like a sailor, and basically wants to talk to folks about, you know, what they're promoting, what they're doing, and just have a great conversation as opposed to telling people what they're doing wrong. Now, sometimes I do that, but in a very mm. broad sense. Because <laughs> mm. it's my I mean, I'll call people feelings. out for sure. Yeah, like I'll, I'll like yeah. say to someone, hey, like, you know, that's not cool or 
whatever it may be. I guess I was just saying with like judgments or trying to fix people, and I'm I'm sure that that's also something that you uh, agree with too. It's like often when we're trying to fix somebody else, we're just trying to fix ourselves, but not do the work to do it. So it's um yeah, it's an interesting conundrum we often get ourselves into. Oh, yeah, it's much easier to fix someone else. It's so much easier to see what everyone else is doing wrong. You know, when you have to do that self-examination thing, it's like, oh, that stings. Oh, that stings. But I do a lot of self-stinging, so I'm kind of getting used to it now because for a really long time I didn't do it and I needed to be doing it. And I'm very open about the fact that I don't know shit. That's why I have a show, so I can learn shit from other people. That's kind of the point. Um, <laughs> so that's why you're here today, to teach me shit I don't know. And, and just oh, so I, don't I can know. appreciate you. have been for a long time. I don't know what I can teach you. <laughs> tons, you probably teach me tons. a few things. Highly doubtful. Everything I know I have learned or continue to learn from other people. And the fact that Mm -hmm. I learned from people who are not my age or older, to me, has been a great benefit because there are multiple Mm -hmm. ways to do things. I mean, I was was mentored in Gardnerian, British traditional, Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. uh, rigid Mm -hmm. to a certain extent, although my mentor was not a rigid person. Yeah, I mean, but I was but I was mentored by somebody who didn't necessarily follow all the tenets and That's do right. all the things. Yeah. He he said we were gardenias more than we were gardenarians, which oh, makes that. sense. Yeah, oh, I love that. <laughs> which is probably yeah, why so, I'm not as uptight as some of the other folks, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember getting. Um, <laughs> I remember being at a, I had did a panel at a, uh, the Australian Wiccan Conference because what the Australian Wiccan Conference rotates um, through cities. I don't think that they've run it over the last, or they've probably done it online, right, like everything else. But uh, I was at one, it was in person, I was asked to go as one of the younger um, voices in the craft and I was probably in my early 20s at the time and uh-huh. I yeah. had... Uh, been in the craft for a long time. I knew a lot of elders. I was very good friends with a lot of them. Um, I was I was just kind of like doing my thing, right? And I remember this woman who has uh, Alex Alex Alexandria oh, fuck Alex Alexandrian. Alexandrian. You know, those people. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But okay. she has a sword. <laughs> she. I'm, I'm sure she's actually. She was pretty old, so I would be very surprised if she's still alive. But she actually had a sword that was given to her by the Sanders um, and that family. So oh, she wow. was very yeah. rigid, very rigid. And I remember sitting there when we were talking and I was like, well, and my standpoint was Wicca and witchcraft have to evolve or it's going to die. Like Wicca as a exactly. religion. Um, witchcraft has been yeah. around for fucking ever and it still will be because no one owns witchcraft. But I was like, Wicca has to uh, evolve or die. No one, like I don't want to be told by some creepy old white guy that I need to be tied up and he has to have sex with me with a great right and kiss my my boobs and all that shit I'm like fuck you like that no absolutely not I'm not getting using a whip even if it is you know ceremonial and it's just symbolic no absolutely not no um 
yeah. and then so I was just like let's evolve let's let's like see what it was okay then and what's okay now let's actually observe and like question who were the leaders back then and who were they targeting because I call right. like Gardner a bit I mean he looks like a fucking creepy old uncle like these guys some of them <laughs> We're a little bit predatory, yes. and I don't know if that's yep. a popular opinion, but I believe it's true. So thank you, fuck, true. we have amazing people like Dorothy, like Starhawk. I mean, I could go on forever with the yeah. amount of amazing people who've come out of the craft. Christopher Penzak, like uh, Laura Cabot. Like this, it's, it's not just all the creeps, right? But even if you don't agree yeah. with everything those people say, they have helped us push witchcraft and Wicca along, right? So... And she just turned at me and she said, if you have never been blessed by a traditional, um, by a traditional high priestess and priest, you are not a witch. And I hold this sword of blah, blah, blah. And I was like, like, I give a fuck lady. Like, but, but I uh-huh. have been told to my face, you know, that my practices were shit. And so I, again, <laughs> I don't care. I was like, all right, whatever. But, um, but yeah, it's really interesting that, that that's still a thing. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, I mean, I was, okay, so a friend of mine who was part of the group I used to belong to, I hate the word coven because people get stupid when they hear it, um, oh, but I, I, love I, the I was coven. part of the Reclaim it, reclaim it. Reclaim coven, okay, my old yes. coven, oh shit, that sounds weird. Thank you. Coming out of my mouth. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm, I'll start using it again. God, I stopped for so yeah. long because to me it was just like it's just it ah, just means a group, right? It's just a group of people. I know, but I know. I'm just, you know, I don't know. It just made me feel weird at a couple of points. But you're right. Uh, I mean, yeah, Coven is a word that can be reclaimed because it has not been destroyed forever. It's just the way mm. some people claim the rights to everything and it just makes me a little bit crazy and it's like fine I don't want to use your fucking word go ahead anyway but you're right coven is a good word coven is a good word you're right um but the point is you know I was I I was as I said gardenarian and initiated you know blah 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 whatever in the coven and somebody recently tried to add me to a gardenarian group and that person vouched for me and messaged me and said, well, I don't see you in the group. Are you, are you not being active? And I'm like, I never got accepted. So they went back yeah, in and vouched right. for me again. And I still didn't get accepted. And then they had someone else vouch for me who was part of mm. my line, and they couldn't even get me in. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I don't. Karen's well, those are people point. you just don't want to be hanging out with anyway. Like, fuck them, seriously. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, except except for the fact that it's some of my friends are in the group. I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, do you know nobody even questioned my lineage until a year ago? No one had ever even what? asked me. No one had even asked me until a year ago. I've been a guard since I... No, I'm not kidding. No one had even asked what my line was. Nobody asked for my lineage. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was that big a fucking deal. My lineage is actually really fucking good to the people who would have asked. 
But one person mm. actually asked me, and it was so funny because part of me was like, oh, I'm ha- I will happily tell you my lineage. And the other part of me was like, why the fuck do you want to know? But it was, it was mm. that weird mix of both things at once. But, of course, I told, I told this person because I consider this person, you know, a newish friend. So I, I, I gave them the information, and they were like, oh, wow, that's really cool. I'm like, yeah. Thanks. And that was it. It was just a point of curiosity. It was one gardenarian asking an older gardenarian, hey, what's your lineage? I'm just curious. That's it. Right. That was the first time anyone had ever asked. So I found it hilarious. And again, who wants to be a member of a club that wouldn't have you? So I don't really care. But I just found it very interesting that it was so closed off that it's like two people went in and vouched for me, and they still haven't accepted me. I don't mm. think the roles and the roster are growing that fast that they are they are getting requests left and right. This is a couple of months ago already, so I guess they figure they just don't want me. Okay, I'm a loud mouth. That's fine. I don't hold the closed. Mm. I don't hold the practice closed. I don't share any secrets because there really aren't any. <laughs> In my opinion, mm. you know, if you're mm. if you're dedicated in the traditional traditional way, with a real strict, tra- even even though I was mentored gardenarian, it wasn't that strictly. I wasn't. Mm. I, I I took a couple of oaths, which I hold to this day, but none of it is earth shattering. None of it is anything that anybody else would give two shits about. I promise mm. you. I promise you. You know, it's so, one of the things that – Please. Um, sorry, I cut you off. Sorry. No, you're good. You go ahead. Okay. Um, one thing that a very good friend of mine and um, high priestess in Australia once said to me was um, – and I'm paraphrasing here because I can't remember the exact words, but she said, you will know a priestess when you meet her. Um, you will never really have to ask because it will be all in the way she carries herself. She she treats other people, her energy. And I've just tried to remember that any time that I've had people start to, you know, title pose. I'm just like, if you have to go around going, well, you know, I've got all the girl guide badges and I was a girl guide, so I loved the girl guides, but I've got all the girl guide badges. Do you? I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a red flag. I'd rather see how you treat people, to be honest, versus that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I agree. It's very much like the the folks here who will say, well, I'm a Christian. Like, who are you (laughs) trying to prove that to? Well, you're Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the shitty, like a woman, a woman I worked with got caught. This is many, many years ago, two jobs ago, and a woman that I worked with got caught stealing. And the first thing mm. she said after they got, after they caught her, was, uh, "Well, I'm a Christian, and I wouldn't do that. We caught you red-handed, and who you yeah. believe in doesn't mean shit. You're still a thief." Mm-hmm. So I. Yes, it's very much like that. Who are you trying to prove it to? Because we're not buying it. If you if you have mm-hmm. to walk around with your with your your title um, emblazoned on your chest, as it were, eh, I do kind of have to question what your motivation is and who you're trying to convince. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Actions speak louder than words all the time. They do. Yeah. Um, and we are running, actually, we have about 13 minutes left. So I yes. first question, do you remember, mm-hmm. and I'm borrowing this from my friend, Elohim Leafar, who is just sweet, and he, I, he asks really interesting questions. So I'm going to ask you one of the questions that he usually asks. Sure. Do you remember the first spell you ever cast? Oh, yes, absolutely. So the first spell I ever cast was the Moneymaker Shaker spell by Silver Ravenwolf in her book Teen Witch. I still have that copy. It's in storage somewhere in Australia. Um, and it's one that uses a Pringles box, an empty Pringles tube. And, yeah, it was very successful. I found $20 in a car park the next day, and then I got a babysitting gig. And uh, nice. for me at 15, that was like, sweet. So, <laughs> yeah, that was, right. it was pretty great. Very cool. Yeah. Was it weird? Was it weird in your family when you came out as a witch? Oh, so I was so scared. Um, I had all my, <laughs> I was like a fucking teenage boy with porn under his bed. So I had all of my books, everything <laughs> under my bed and I was, you know, doing everything. And I'm sure it was like fucking hella obvious to my parents what I was doing because our house was small uh-huh. and it was not like noise proof or anything. So when I was like, I called to you, like, it's like, oh shit, they could probably hear me, but I didn't think so. Um, uh-huh. So... Uh, I went on a band, I was a band geek and I was on a band tour um, in a different state and I came back and, oh no, my sister called, I went to called home to check in because I was only like 15 or 16 at the time and they said, oh, we're, we're redoing your, we're decorating your room as a, a birthday surprise. I like went into fucking panic because uh-huh. it's like, oh shit, you know. Um, and then when I came uh-huh. home, everything in my room was suns, moons, and stars. My witchcraft books were put on the bookshelf. Like, my parents were like, you know, it's fine. And my dad, who was who was raised Anglican, said, you know, I read a bit of your books to just make sure there was nothing dangerous. And all I see is a whole bunch of stuff about self-empowerment and all that. So he's like, I'm not worried. And I was like, sweet. So I was very lucky again. Wow. That is yeah. lucky. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I have to ask, and I have to ask you this question because you're a mom. Mm-hmm. Did your child always? Did, what first of all, what's it like for you as a single mom being a witch? Is that something you had to explain to your child, or is this, or is your child too young to get the full gist of it? Oh no, he's he's seven now, so he sort of gets it. What's oh. funny is like yeah. we're reading like the uh, the Harry Potter books, right? And um, yeah, he's like, I'm a wizard, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm a witch, and he's like, what? And then so, so I was like, no, witches are real. Oh. Um, you know, our mummy's very much like Hermione or like Professor McGonagall, except I can't do all the cool shit like turn into a cat. Uh, but he's been right. he's been reading with my like he'll pull an oracle card he's he if we ever go to the crystal store he knows we're going to the crystal store he will pick a couple that he feels are talking to him he's got crystals in his room he's he absolutely is um allowed to ask me any questions he will be very much encouraged to learn about world religions like i did his father is very um new 
uh, new age. I think one of the questions he asked me uh, a million years ago when we first met was like, do you know anything about runes? And I was like, you're my kind of person. So um, it's, he's very lucky <laughs> and I'm very lucky that his father is very supportive as well. Uh, yeah, so he won't be like raised in any one tradition, but we do right. things on solstices and all that. And, you know, I talked to him about, you know, it's winter solstice coming up and that's when it's like the longest night of the year. And so it's very um, open. But honestly, if he decides he wants to take the class and join the church, I'd just be like, look, that's fine. But um, go and read about a bunch of stuff, take a year, go to India or go somewhere else and see how other people live and, you know, and then, then make your decision, you know. Um, so... That would just be the one thing oh, I yeah. to say. Mm. No, I, I, I totally get that. Um, <laughs> my sons are obviously adults now, and um, it's, it's interesting because they were not raised with religion. They saw what I was doing, and, you know, if they had questions, of course I answered them. And one day my older son came home when he was, I guess he was about 10 at the time, and he's like, you know, I was talking to my friend and I said, my mom's a witch. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to get a fucking phone mm-hmm. call from the school. And I said, and what did your friend say? And she, he says, oh, she says my mom's a witch, too. Oh, okay. that's so cute. <laughs> I panicked I for like 20 seconds of panic only to find out, no, me too. Yay. Yeah, that was great. Really. Anyway, all right. I have talked your ear off, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate. I know you're busy today. I know you have other calls to make. Oh yeah, no, I'm just. I know a class I'm teaching next. That's all. (laughs) And then I. Oh my gosh! Okay. Sweet f all, my friend. For what you're teaching. Oh, I'm I'm one of the teachers for the World Divination Association weekend. Um, and then yesterday I had, and then there's a coven call tonight. So um, my coven, the Awakening wow. Soul Coven, has a study group tonight. So um, yeah, I, I'm on I'm on call. I'm doing stuff quite often, but that's okay. I quite like it. But uh, yeah, if anyone's, this is just my um, plug. But if anyone's looking for an online group and if you're a part of a different coven or you're doing other things it's, we don't exclude you it's basically a place to find cool people um, come and check it out um, if you can follow me at Ethany on Instagram I only have one Instagram account lots of scammers trying to get into shit but that's a whole another one um, yeah find me on YouTube ask me questions come and join the Tarot Readers Academy Facebook group I'm happy to answer questions uh, yeah and I'm really glad we got to chat today me too. And de- and definitely check out ethany.com for tarot cards and books and more information about things about Ethany. Thank you so much for coming on. And I want to get your next tarot deck and I would love it if you'd come back to discuss it. I would love to. I would absolutely love to. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Have a wonderful afternoon and Thank you. great you're just great to have on. You're a wonderful guest. Thanks right. again. Thank you. I'll speak to you soon. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. I will be back tomorrow with the amazing Gypsy Teague. We will be talking about Norse divination. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend. 
Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.